You know, it's extraordinary when you look at the bushfire map and uh, how many bushfires are burning across Australia at the moment. And it's just, I mean, it's it's unfathomable. But the focal point at the moment is the mid-north coast of New South Wales. Um, a number of fires around the Port Macquarie area, about a dozen indeed, but two that uh, I know the fireys have been particularly concerned about. So to give us an update on that, we're joined by Ben Shepherd from the Rural Fire Service. G'day, Ben. G'day, thanks for having me on. Uh, my pleasure, mate. Um, look, uh, from what I understand, a little bit better situation than what we're expecting? Yeah, look, we didn't see the winds get as strong as initially forecast uh, today, um, and which was played in our favour, really, for those uh, mid-north coast burns or those fires there. So, uh, But still a lot of work to do, and those crews are out there once again tonight uh, putting in some strategic backburns to try and lock some of these fires in, and then hopefully over the coming days have them contained uh, and but then still there's weeks of work uh, once that just happens uh, just patrolling these fires but they're just two of almost uh, 75 fires that we've now got burning across new south wales 75 and that's just in one state my goodness yeah look, yeah so it, look it is massive and when you compare it to the previous seasons as well uh, we've now seen more than 500,000 hectares burnt across uh, new south wales and that's more than the past two previous fire seasons and we're only really at the end of October so uh, I think we had a quick look today 157 days still to go until the end of what we know as the statutory bushfire danger period or the, the end of the fire season uh, so we've got a long way to go to get through this fire season yet. Ben what conditions are you expecting for the rest of the week? Look uh, we'll see a little bit of um, warm and windy weather start to enter the state from tomorrow um, and that, that's likely to stick with us uh, at least probably through to Saturday and then there is the potential of some rain. Now, what we do need 10, 20, 30, 40, even hundreds of millimetres to really uh, try and take the, the main thing out of this, um, uh, this current uh, bit of fire activity. But we're only likely to get 10 or 20 mil mm. uh, out of some parts. So it's not going to be enough to extinguish the fires, but it'll just take the foot off the accelerator a little bit for the time being with so many of our firefighters working really, really hard uh, over the past few weeks, especially with, with these fires around the state. Ben, this break in conditions overnight, does that give you enough time to sort of get ahead of it before the hot and windy weather later in the week? No, look, we won't have all these fires contained. There's, no, there's just no way. I mean, one fire on itself, the Bees Nest Fire, which is, is just in the Armadale area, it, it has a perimeter of over 930 kilometres. So that's the same length of Sydney to basically pass Brisbane. Uh, so so we, we're not going to have enough time to have all these fires under control. Um, what we do concentrate on, and which we've seen especially you know, on that mid-north coast here, is just concentrating on these fires that are quite close to properties and homes. So we'll try and get those as contained as much as possible. But we know over the last few weeks, you know, once those winds pick up, there's a potential for these fires to spread. We saw that um, a couple of weeks ago up on the Long Gully fire where a fire that we had contained and, and under control flared, ran, burnt another 20 homes and most unfortunately took two lives. I can't even get my head around how you manage the logistics of, a, of 75 fires, particularly when you've got two that are that are really raging. I, I, I take my hat off to not only the, the volunteers, but the organisational skills that you guys must need to do this. Yeah, look, it, it is a massive effort. And, and it isn't just, obviously, rural fire service, uh, firefighters. There's national parks, there's state forests, there's fire and rescue. And at the moment, in fact, we've got crews from other states, and, and it's likely that we'll actually see some firefighters uh, from, from New Zealand. Um, it is a mini war. You are talking about uh, on, on an average day, some 70 aircraft in the air. Uh, you, you, you're having to, to cater and feed and accommodate thousands of firefighters as well. Um, but a lot of it also comes down to the generosity of volunteers. I mean, the RFS is based around a volunteer firefighting organisation and, and we need 
um, the support of those volunteers. But it's been amazing to see the, the, the assistance from the community as well. We're inundated uh, with people wanting to give food and give the, give a hand as well. So uh, we know that, that obviously during times of natural disaster, Australians naturally just want to pitch in to help. And, and we're seeing a similar thing across New South Wales uh, as we look down the barrel of what's going to be a long and protracted fire season. Ben, uh, an extraordinary effort. What's your message to people that are listening to us via Triple M on the mid-north coast at the moment? Look, the, the, the main thing we want you to do is obviously consider to, uh, continue to monitor the situation, um, but importantly as well, uh, still have a plan for what we may do if threatened by fire. But if you live, work, play, or you're going to visit bushfire-prone areas this season, no matter where you are in Australia, we all have a responsibility to ensure that we've got a, a, our own what to do. And there's three simple questions that we ask people to do. If you are threatened by fire, where are you going to go? Who's going to go? And what are you going to take? And do those uh, questions in the calm light of day. Don't do it when a, fire, a fire's bearing down because we know that often that's when people make mistakes and that's when lives are lost. Yeah, well said. Good on you, Ben. Appreciate your time. No problem at all. That's Ben Shepherd from the Rural Fire Service. And, of course, if you haven't done a bushfire survival plan, you can download those from the RFS website. It's rfs.nsw.gov.au.